0: If we're about to go live, we are live. We are live. I'm doing the jazz hands. We've got a mic from MW Tactical. He's doing his version of the jazz hands. There he goes right there. We've also got Warsaw Patriot with us, but uh, we can't see him. So we, we don't know whether or not he's doing jazz hands or what he's doing. We're doing anything <laughs> right now. Could be giving us the finger for all we know since we can't see <laughs> it. We have no idea, but he's joining us. He wants to, uh, he's got some ideas for Ideas, excuse me, for what we could do with what's going on with YouTube that we're going to discuss as well as a few other things. And of course, Mike from MW Tacticals here to promote some uh, events that you have coming up, Mike. What's going on?
1: Not too much. Um, just sitting around um, waiting on Kevin Dixie to come to Columbia, South Carolina and to okay. the good people, the Holics. Right. I promised everybody a hug. And like a presidential candidate, I'm going to fulfill my words.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to get a chance to talk about that. Uh, Warsaw, what's going on? That's what you want us to call you, right? Warsaw? Yeah, it's called Warsaw. (laughs) All right, cool. So, uh, I, I mean, I gave people a little bit of a teaser of what you wanted to come here to talk about. What's going on with you? How's everything today?
2: Uh, Bright and hot in Illinois. But uh, apart from the issues with Deerfield, Illinois, other other than that, pretty good.
0: Okay, cool.
2: So I'm going to try to stick with
0: tradition here. You know, shout out to everyone in the chat. I try to shout out everyone in the chat. I think I missed out on that yesterday. This is episode, uh, what is it? I think this is 208 Okay, of the Who moved my freedom podcast. Let me not forget that we're gonna do the Monarch holster giveaway today. That's why I went and like threw on my Monarch holster real quick. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. That's from uh, Andrew's Custom Leather. So we announced this a couple weeks ago that we're gonna give this away. I'm going to give it away today. So everyone who you have to be on HankStrange.tv. TV, and then I posted some stuff on social media. You need to follow. Uh, Andrew's Custom on Facebook as well as Instagram. And uh, you've still got time. You've still got time. By the end of the show, we'll we'll deal with all of that and give it away as well as we'll have some born that we'll show you guys. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on here. So I'm going to start right now by going and shouting out all the folks in the chat that I missed out on the last time. Let's see. Or yesterday. So I see DG... ECG 44s he's here. Christopher Williams, Justin E., Robert McRae as well. Boss Hog, Caviar mm-hmm. Hound, Imposter, E-Rock. Warsaw Patriot was also in the chat, but he's actually here on the show with us. So this is <laughs> Warsaw Patriot. is He often watches or uh, how, how, do, how can I put it? I think watching is a good thing or, or participates in the <laughs> uh, in this live thing that we do. He's also an incredible fan of Glocks, right? You are a certified Glock connoisseur. Is that, am I, am I wrong about that?
2: No? First of all, let's get this straight. I'm not a Glock fanboy, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just teasing him because I know in the chat, that's, that's like, that's his button right there. You push that button, he gets all. Yeah. He's no, not no,
2: great. it's fine. It's fine.
0: Yeah. So if you're not a Glock no, but, uh, guy, what are you a fine. fan of? What are you a fan of if you're not a Glock guy?
2: First, it was uh the um the Beretta ninety two FS pistol, um mm-hmm. and the CC 75 five B in a nineteen eleven. Those are my okay. two picks out of anything.
0: Okay, there you go. Um, Mike, what are you a fan of? Uh,
1: you know the answer, man. Smith, yeah. and Wesson. Uh, Smith and Wesson.
0: So both of you guys, both of you guys are dead wrong. That's what I could say. There you go. That's the gun right there. That's what you so, need.
1: That means I'm possibly dead right then.
0: <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> 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 however you want to look at it okay <laughs> however you want to look at it my friend <laughs> all right so let me keep let me keep going down through this um i think i i can't remember if i said imposter or not E-rock. let's see who else is in here special k as well uh strange media moderator gerald loafers also he says hello to the strange uh strangest nation hashtag buzzy buzzy blah 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 there you go. Thank you very much for that. It's a good one. Mr. FNH says, hey, gun people, the Archangel um, says that everyone needs to check out Katie's live Facebook post. It's awesome. And uh, I know you were listening to
1: is he still on? But he's on Instagram right now.
0: Oh, he's on Instagram. OK, so he switched over to Instagram. Yeah. OK, so Kevin Dixie's over on Instagram. There you go. Uh, he can't come on our show. He's always too busy because he's always on the Facebooks and the Instagram and every, you know, on TV or whatever else he's up to. But
1: I think he's honestly um, dodging me because he knows, yeah. like, I come on here, I talk to you. So I think yeah. he's dodging me because I'm going yeah. to get that hug. I guarantee. Oh, it.
0: Yeah. Um, from what I heard, Kevin wants more than a hug from you. He, he, You know, he wants a little bit more than a hug. That's what I heard. But, hey, yeah, could hey, My baseline
1: is the hug. That's where it stops.
0: <laughs> oh, that's all you. That's all you give it up. Okay, fine. <laughs> Unless we're talking
1: bullets. That's <laughs> <a different story. laughs>
0: okay. Um. You know, public displays of affection.
1: Yeah, there's a
0: line. There's a line of of, of what is acceptable. Okay, so I see Liberty for Life as well. Uh, Brian Quick, uh, Mike Bryant. Sergeant Poppy is also in here. Let's see what is he. Uh, let's see what there's a conversation going on there. STL Storm Spotter, SoCal Gunner, Screaming Skull Saloon, um, and uh, Greg ninety eight K. Bricks says, "What's happening, strangers?" Chris Bulla says, "Hey dudes." Um, let's see who else we got. Uh, obviously, MW Tactical is also in the chat. And please feel free to follow these guys. Follow MW Tactical. Warsaw, do you want people to follow you?
2: Sure, feel free. You go to my channel and just look up. Yeah, Warsaw Patriot. Okay, do you have videos and stuff on there? Uh, No, due to the new stupid policies that they placed.
0: Okay, you don't have any videos.
2: Did you have videos and they deleted
0: them or what's going on?
2: Um, I didn't. I just made a new channel last year. I just wanted to make a membership on YouTube and said, you know what, maybe I want to make videos. But apparently, uh, weeks later, I just found out the policy was already given out on YouTube before it was actually going to be on that date.
0: Oh, so okay. I
2: decided, know <laughs> it's screw it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, All right. We're going to we're going to get deeper into this whole situation situation here also in a minute. Okay, Ridge Runner says, hello. Hey, everyone. Hope all's well. Vanessa Kitty says, hi, folks. Can't stay. I'm at a meeting tonight. Vanessa Kitty, you could you could play this while you're at your meeting. I don't I don't I'm like I don't understand what's going on. Just turn up the volume really loud during your meeting, because um, I think we kind of needed Vanessa Kitty's help because we're going to talk about vaginas later on. So I think this this is good meeting material. What do you think, Mike? No?
1: <laughs> uh, I thought we said this was a kids-friendly show. Oh, oh
2: is that what you said? <laughs> who I who told you that? What, I thought I heard that. That's what YouTube is trying to make. <laughs> oh, I don't know who told you that, Mike. <laughs> Have, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> met me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you ever met me?
1: Didn't we hang out in Dallas a few weeks ago? <laughs>
0: Yes. Was anything that I said when you met me kid friendly?
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was like, hey, um, let them go. Let them go. Just let them go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, I see Jackson Oldman in as well. He says, uh, what's up, everyone? Wore my brown T-shirt I got from Hank to vote in yesterday just to make clear when my votes lie. That's very cool. You sh- uh, send me pictures. Tag me on something on social media. I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff is cool. All right, let's see who else we got here. Saltwater Junkie says, what's up, peeps? I see Richard Hughes in there. He says, yo, 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 yo. Um, to all as well, let me see. Uh, uh, let's see who else we get. Joseph Anthony, Maggie W., James Lawson. Uh, Black Diamond Guns and Gear says, what's up, Hank? CB says, yo, yo, yo. Coffee, Guns and Ammo, Astronomy says, what up from Cobina, California? So that's cool. Uh, Shout out to all the people in California and the West Coast. Rob D as well. Let's see. Mubat says, what kind of nonsense is this? I don't know what Mubat is talking about. So you're going to have to uh, clarify that, Mubat. We want to know like what nonsense. There's a lot of nonsense going on here. We need to know specifically what nonsense you refer to, sir, so that we can (laughs) we can talk about that. Um, Let's see who else we got in here that I did not shout out um uh i think ryan morales i didn't shout out and if there's any i see armament and axes as well eric uh granick tina is liberty cat shout out to tina james lawson says not safe for work exactly this is not safe for work the tyven show um is also in here tyven show says is it me or does hank's mohawk look a little taller today Yes, I actually put out of it. It's either one of you guys on IGTV. Do you even know what the hell IGTV is?
1: I know what IGTV is, but I haven't been on it in 2 days because I've been extremely busy doing a lot of community stuff. But Oh, okay. You're Mohawk does look a little bit more puffier, a little bit more fluffier. So I was about to ask, what chemicals and berries did you put up in there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Warsaw, I don't know if you know what IGTV is (laughs) before I explain what's going on with my Mohawk. (laughs) Do you know about the IGTV? No? Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. OK, so first, let me encourage everyone watching to uh, hit the thumbs up. OK, we need those. Share this, share it on social media and all that kind of stuff. We appreciate it. Um, so uh, IGTV is uh, part of Instagram. It's an app that you can get and then you can watch videos on Instagram and people can post videos on there. It's, it's in the vertical. So it's straight up and down like that instead of video like this or like this, whichever way you hold your phone. So it's video like this that you can share on You can shoot it on your phone and then you can post it through your phone app to IGTV and it connects to Instagram. But the thing is Instagram does, I think the limit is a minute and this goes, um, ten. ten, yeah, I think you can do 10 minutes. If you're big enough, they might let you do, I don't know, an hour, whatever. So I think they're trying to compete with YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So the reason why I'm asking about that is I posted a video on there where I was at my barber. Wednesdays I go to my barber. That's when I get my haircut. So that's why the mohawk always this it's it's always in fro mode on Wednesdays. Cuz you know, I go, I get my haircut, my barber combs it all up so that he could see it and properly groom it out and all that kind of stuff. I could see some white. I've got some white hair coming in my mohawk. I don't now, know if you, you guys see
1: Do you put a hot comb to it or just chemicals?
0: No, I don't put anything to it. Really? No, this is my hair. This is what my hair looks like. This is my hair. Look, I don't know. No one really believes that, but this is what my hair looks like. There's nothing. What usually, so when I when I uh, when I wash my hair every day, I wash my hair and it's wet. I might put like um, I have this uh, olive oil thing that I put in there. You know, it's almost like lotion or olive oil or whatever. I put that in there and it leaves it looking a little bit wet. But basically, I don't do anything to my hair. This is my hair. I'm a I don't know. I don't know how to put it to you other than I am mixed. So I am half Indian. And there you go. That's why my hair looks weird or whatever. So for anyone who doesn't know now, you know, that's why my hair looks like this. This is really my hair. And when it's dry, it stands up like this it looks like uh, like a mohawk kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know if anyone gives a crap about that, but there you go. That is the explanation. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> is that good enough for you, Mike? That Does is that suffice?
1: Explanation because you know me, I rock the baldy. I keep it shiny. Uh, you know how yeah. we're doing. You see how it's gleaming off the light.
0: Yeah, yeah man, you're blinding us. <laughs> <enough. laughs>
1: <laughs> Let, Let me cover that back up
0: right there. <laughs> uh, Richard Hughes says next time he's on, he's going to wear a, 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 a a faux, hawk. <laughs> a faux hawk. Ryan Morales says, what? No soul glow? No, I, you know, don't have the soul glow is from uh, coming to America. No, I've never soul glowed or jerry curled or treated my hair in any way. This is pretty much how my hair is, especially when it's when it's long. So uh, Lola is always threatening to post a picture of me when my hair is wet because it's like, you know, I can actually do a, a comb over and all that kind of stuff with it so
1: has she ever threatened to cut it while you were sleeping
0: oh yeah i get all kinds of threats from lola on a regular on a regular basis (laughs) so (laughs) yeah boss hog says they will never understand the mix here i know that's one of those things i go through like people don't know how to reconcile like black dude why does his hair look like that is he You know, is um, am I doing something to my hair to make it look that way? No, it's just, it's honestly, it's honestly just my hair because, um, you know, like I said, I am mixed race. I'm gonna show
1: you a picture of, um, what my hair looked like when I was in high school.
0: Okay, very cool. I would like to see that. My hair pretty much looked like this when I was in high school.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've been, I shaved my head like the day I graduated, the next day is when I cut all my hair off. And ever since then, I've just been shaving my
0: hair. Oh, okay um <laughs> Gun r says i haven't had a haircut in 25 years <laughs> <laughs> and uh so someone says they are craving some mcdowell's right now uh um so henry 42 says if you ever do a, if you ever do cut it hank that's a guaranteed viral video i don't know I don't know if people will care. When I first started, when I first started my channel, I did. I had, I usually just shaved all my hair off for this exact reason. Because since um, my entire life, I'm, I've always gotten into problems with people over my hair, believe it or not. I know it sounds silly and I don't understand it, but I always get into issues with people based on my hair. Oh, look at that. Wow, that is <laughs> the kid, in, that's the kid in play. That's the eraser top,
1: <laughs> Yeah, that juggle was like- Who uh... is that, who is that
0: uh, little punk?
1: <laughs> hey that was like over 6 inches right there. I kept it yeah.
0: over 6. How inches. old were you like 14?
1: <laughs> Man, like okay, so when I was in 12th grade, nobody in my high school believed I was in 12th grade cuz you know I went from um Virginia to North Carolina to back to Virginia. So wherever yeah. I went, nobody believed my age. But yeah. you know what I'm well, saying? Well,
0: cuz I mean you yeah, you look younger. I mean even now you look younger than you that, are. Yeah.
1: That picture I was 17 in that picture.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, you know, I don't want to get too deep into this, but I, I always like shaved all my hair off because people can't deal with it. It's always a question whether I have it short. If I have it short, people think I'm doing something to it because it, because it's curly. And um, so I've, I've never actually grown my hair out like this. And then uh, And then at some point, I think when I first started the channel, you can see that I either had a baldy or a very low cut if you go back to the old videos, and then I decided, you know, I've always wanted dreadlocks, actually, to be honest with you. Really? You know, Yeah, I wanted dreadlocks, but my hair does not lock. I've tried to actually lock my hair by twisting it and putting, um, what is it that people put in? I think it's aloe. People put, you know, they put aloe and stuff like that and twist it. And, but my hair just curls back the other way. So I said, I've got to do something. I want to do some kind of haircut that will stand out. Went for the mohawk. It's about all I could do.
1: Nah, I got you on that one. I was never a fan of um, dreadlocks or other than me having the hot top fade, that's mm-hmm. where it stopped at. But yeah, again, like I, I said, would
0: still love to get dreadlocks, man. I, you know, I've always been like Bob Marley and all that kind of stuff is cool to me, man.
1: man there's a yeah. guy that comes to my, my gym when we'd be doing jujitsu and I'd be getting tied up in his dreadlocks. And I think he has the steak portion in them and I'd be getting choked out by his hair. It's, it's, it's ugly sight.
0: Okay. So, so is it fair in jujitsu ju- ju- in <laughs> if you're fighting someone to pull their dreadlocks
1: out? No, it's not. <laughs> that,
0: no, that that is fair, man. That's a move. If a dude has dreadlocks, you grab the hair. You can... <laughs>
1: no, well, in other words, you know, in the streets, that's how women fight. So no. we don't wanna we don't wanna do that.
0: It's all's fair and love and war, my friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you know, j- jiu- jitsu is the rules of
0: law. So Really? Okay. So if you're getting your ass kicked, you're still not gonna use that guy's hair against them.
1: Oh, that's a different story. Oh, if, in okay. a real fight, that's a different story. But in a competition, whereas you got people fighting, yeah, come on, you gotta. Man,
0: put <laughs> I'll bite the I'll bite the dreadlocks out. I set the dreadlocks on fire. <laughs> 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 whatever, whatever the hell needs to be done to not get my ass kicked. So.
2: Uh, <laughs> I think that applies to military as well. Why do you get to their buzz cuts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Um Music Lover says uh uh super long dreadlocks look silly on men. So uh uh I think it's is it salt water or sate water junkie says Hank, you can lock your hair. The only thing they told me I could do to lock my hair, because obviously there's white people that get dreadlocks, they said you have to put glue in it. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to put glue in my hair, so <laughs> yeah there you go That uh, that's not an option for me so far as i'm concerned so um i don't know if uh i don't know if there's any other uh cinemar browning says michael had some hair so so are you just are you you know do you have like male patent baldness or something now or
1: no no i can i can grow my hair i just prefer to keep it shaved because of the fact It's easier to maintain and I can just go and come as I please. Mm -hmm. So it's just all about simplicity for me. That's all. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then the
1: only thing I mm can't do is grow a beard.
0: Yes. Okay. So Mike Bryant and the pants say beeswax. That's what I was thinking of beeswax. I tried that. I had beeswax in my hair for months and it did not lock my hair. I'm just telling you. And my mom that's Indian she actually um like for oh because i i haven't lived with my parents since i was like 18 but somehow i saw my mom and she saw this beeswax that i was trying to use and she liked it right my mom is indian so her hair is uh you know completely indian and she put the beeswax in there and she had to cut her hair out
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know beeswax is potent but for some reason it didn't do anything to me so and then one last thing Lola Strange is very jealous of my beautiful locks, I will tell you guys that she's she's incredibly jealous. She's always hating on me because of my hair. She wishes, you know, that her hair was this awesome. Her hair is basically have if you, you
2: lost your mind.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay out of here, woman. <laughs> her hair is basically like. <laughs> have you ever seen a coconut husk? That's pretty much what. <laughs> <laughs> okay let me i'm getting off this subject i'm getting off this subject okay so we've got both mike from mw tactical here and warsaw patriot so there's a couple of things we want to talk about uh, mike do you want to go first or do you want to get into this thing that uh warsaw patriot wants to talk about
1: let's let on um, warsaw patriot talk about his topics because i think he said he had to take off and do something later on if i was clear on that
0: yeah okay, okay. that's true Mm-hmm. So so Warsaw, first of all, before you get into this, man, um, can you tell people that um, don't know who you are? You you I, I can tell people that you're a supporter of the channel. You've you've been in the chats and and all that kind of stuff for some time. So just explain to folks where you are, who you are, you know, where you're coming from.
2: OK, um, so yeah, I'm Warsaw Patriot. I'm a I'm a American. I'm, I'm in a <clears throat> state of uh, Illinois. I do support our Constitution. I support the Second Amendment. And it says shall not be in friends for a reason. That right is there for where it is, and I do believe that it's a God-given right, shall not be changed. It's there for every law-abiding citizen in America.
0: Okay. So, yeah. so, so, and then what, so specifically. Well, let me ask you this: How old are you? Can we can we ask? Can we find out like how old you are? I'm in my young twenties. OK, young 20s. OK, I'll take that. Okay, I just, I'm just trying to paint a picture for the folks out there so that they have some idea of who, who we're talking to and all that kind of stuff. So you wanted to come on today to talk or tonight to talk about uh, what's going on with YouTube, right?
2: Yeah. OK, so the topic is about uh, just the YouTube problems with the, the policies and everything else that's going on, you know, mm-hmm. videos getting censored and taken down.
0: Okay. So from your point, I mean, lots of people have different opinions on this. How do you see the whole YouTube thing? What do you think's the problem? First, before we get into the solutions, like, what do you think, from your point of view, is going on with
2: YouTube? I think they're just taking out a right, the, the free speech to begin with, first of all. Second, you okay. know, we see all these issues that people put up on YouTube to begin with, oh, they put a nude video, but it's not pornographic, it say. But they still put it up there, and it's okay. they I mean, still like, oh, it's all right. They have it on there.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's also
2: gaming videos. So they say, oh, we can't have a gun video, but you have video games that involve guns. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we have gun videos we've had since 10 years ago on YouTube. They'll mm-hmm. be really cared, you know, just to have it on there. So okay. now where's with all these policies? All of a sudden, they have these policies tell, no, we can't do this anymore.
0: Right. Yeah, so... Um Mike, what do you think about that? What do you see is the, you know, just to get give people some context of what the problem is here with YouTube, what do you see is going on?
1: Well, I can be honest with you. Um, for those who don't know um, CloverTech and Ghost um, Tactical, they come in here um, on the chats all the time. I've never seen Ghost on the show, but I've seen CloverTech on the show a few times. Um, but they put me on to this, um, this service called GunStreamer, mm-hmm. guntube.org. It almost runs like Facebook. And the best part about it is you can take your videos from um, YouTube. I said run like Facebook. I meant run like YouTube. Mm -hmm. But um, you can transfer your videos over. um, GunTube.org, you got to do it individually. But GunStreamer, you can contact them and have them transport everything over. And there's no strikes. You can do whatever you want to do as far as the gun community. Um, I'm new to it, so I'm still thumbing through it, fingering through it. But if you contact um, Ghost Tactical or uh, CloverTac, they can better explain it.
0: Okay. And so the reason why people need these alternatives, because you're talking about the alternative, the reason why people need the alternatives is because um, obviously YouTube's been cracking down and it's, you know, really, really difficult to uh, to get a fair shake, I think is a good way to put it right now from... From YouTube, so just to just for anyone out there who's not aware of this, uh, YouTube, where for example, we can't, um, they don't want us to share links to firearms companies. They don't want us to do instructional things in terms of uh, showing people how to put. You can't show someone how to put a trigger in a firearm. There's all these uh, rules and regulations and regard. Even if you follow all their all the rules that they've set out then they still marginalize us and limit our audience. No matter how big someone's audience is, they're doing all these different things to limit the audience that exists to them. That's the reason why Warsaw is saying that, you know, it's an attack on our freedoms, on our First Amendment. I think that's what you're saying, right, Warsaw? That's correct. Yeah. So that kind of stuff's going on. Everyone's got a tough time. Uh, people had to delete certain videos, so they're not on YouTube anymore. Uh, people put their whole libraries over in other places. There's lots of alternatives out there. There's uh, Full30. There's, what is it, GunTube? Did, did GunTube go offline? or Is it online or offline right now? Because I know there's something I heard that went offline recently. Um, um,
1: that one I'm not aware of. I haven't yeah. heard anything um, negative. Because, you know, normally when something happens, people normally text you and be like, hey, check this out. But I haven't heard anything.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on it either. I know there's one of these uh, gun alternative channels that came up. Uh, There's people that are putting their stuff up on Pornhub, right, as an alternative. Because they figure, you know, if, if Pornhub can get away with doing porn, maybe we can get away with putting gun stuff up there. I don't really think that Pornhub wants us up on there either. Um, th- there's, there's a ton of different alternatives that are out there. Why do people have to do that? Why, why are we being marginalized? Because you, not just YouTube, but YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all these places, there's people that run these companies that work at these companies that are social justice warriors. And even though our Second Amendment rights are obviously protected by the Constitution, as well as our First Amendment rights, these guys are deciding, hey, we're going to do something about what they perceive as a gun problem in America, and they're gonna cut back our ability to broadcast ourselves and put ourselves out there. My, you know, do you guys want to add anything to the picture that I'm painting?
2: Well, I mean, not just that, but they're also ruining that business. You know, people try to make business off you know their equipment and you know products that are given out and people. Mm-hmm. You know, you take away the links, and yeah, how are they gonna make an income?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Will Killer says live leak, Um, you know, um, if, if anyone knows what's going on with gun, there's one of those gun channels that I think there was something up with it. If anyone knows, let me know. Uh, talk about it here in the chat or something or send me, send me something and, and we'll like dig into that a little bit deeper. So Warsaw, you came on, you, you say that you have a way to deal with this and you wanted to kind of like get up on the podium, get the mic so that you can give us your ideas, right? Yep. Okay, so hit us with it, man. What you got?
2: So we got two options here to remove this, the stupid BS YouTube anti-gun policies that are placed, which, first of all, they don't really tell specific detail why we can't post certain stuff on YouTube. Second, they don't really tell us the details to begin with. It just, one, it just doesn't really explain everything. Okay. So the first option here is we, um, we make a site. We make a big petition with a whole bunch of gun tube names on it from every part of the state. And then just you know, petition against YouTube's um, policies against it. Okay. And in that way they could try to move them off the, the you know the policies off the site then. The second okay. option, which I will not really recommend, is um we call them or we email them, you know, to a limit where well, they have to force the to get the YouTube policies off their um site then. Okay. Um, so the first option I would recommend doing first.
0: Okay. So, okay, let's talk. Do you want to get it? If you want to jump in here, Mike, anywhere, let me know because I want to have a conversation about this. So your first option is to create a website and try to like get a petition together. And, and, and uh, what is the purpose of that petition again? To
2: remove the uh,
0: anti-gun policies that are on YouTube. Okay. So how like what's the effective part of that? Because what, what I'm what I'm trying to get to get out of you here is I think okay, we can definitely create a site. Someone can go out there and create a site. A whole bunch of people can sign a petition on that site or whatever, but how do we know that YouTube even cares that we do that?
2: Are you there? Yeah, just, you're lagging out in that part. I can hear you my end. Yeah. I said, like,
0: how do you like how do we know? Do you do you think that YouTube is gonna care if we do that?
2: I mean most of the YouTube community is gun tubers. They have no choice. A big majority of them are. I don't are know. That, I go ahead, go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, I would just say um, everything does make sense, but that does equate to the fact if YouTube was the only entity. Because now we have other outlets. It's just a matter of getting the word out. Because I didn't really know about GunStreamer and GunTube until I talked to Ghost and CloverTech. Mm-hmm. You know? So imagine if it was like if it was YouTube, GunStreamer, and GunTube all on an a equal platform. Because remember back in the day, it wasn't always Facebook. Because you had MySpace and whatever else um, you had back then. But it's just facebook took off Mm -hmm. so once you actually put somebody else in comparison with youtube and you act and people actually understand okay i can do more with this versus that the one you can do more with is going to take off yes youtube has the numbers right now because everybody knows about it but youtube didn't always start off as big as it is right now it started off small before they exploded
0: right yeah right but they've kind of like cornered the market. I think right now uh, YouTube has a billion active users. So I don't know if that's close to 7 billion people or something on the planet. You know, it's a big chunk of, of uh, people that are out there, right, and that have access to the Internet in some shape or form, and they're using YouTube. So it's not the only game in town at all. Obviously, there's Facebook and there's Instagram and there's Twitter and, and Snapchat and a whole bunch of different things, and then people can have their own websites and broadcast themselves, and there's all these alternatives for gun guys. I think the thing, Warsaw, that you, you were saying that um, – YouTube is going to care because most of the people on YouTube are gun guys. I don't, I don't find that to be true. Why, what makes you think that most of the people on YouTube are pro gun?
2: Well, I mean, like all the channels that people posted up on YouTube to begin with, I mean, you don't think they're going to count for, you know, as a voice of speech. I mean, here, let me get this. For example, um, most majority of YouTubers are gamers. There's gunners. There's, I don't know, There's like entrepreneurs. It's like everything that YouTube is, it's about everything in the whole country. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just this one category. It's about everybody in the United States. So, all right, so you're going to count us as a majority of not having a big portion for your company?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but the thing I'm saying to you is that, uh, you know, obviously there's lots of gun guys on YouTube. I'm not debating that. But what I'm saying to you is I don't think – so, for example, the biggest YouTubers are not gun guys. They're not. You know, I'm not, there are YouTubers, there are gun guys who are YouTubers and they have huge followings. Right. But, you know, those guys don't really come up. There's a, there's a ton more people on YouTube. So for example, the biggest gun guy that I know of on YouTube was FPS Russia, who's actually not on YouTube anymore. Okay, and he had, I think, uh, was it five or six million followers, but he's not he doesn't put up he doesn't post stuff on YouTube anymore. Some things happen there. You know, I mean, I'm not happy about it, but he is in there. After that, you've got uh, Hickok, who's pretty big. He's a couple million. You've got a rock veteran, a couple million. You've got uh, Demo Ranch. He's a couple million. But those are individual people. The big guys on YouTube, uh, they're like ten. 15, 20, 30 million followers. I don't really think it's true that the biggest uh, creators on YouTube are gun guys.
1: I think think we're a small community. I think the biggest... A a portion now.
0: Go ahead. Um, Go ahead, Mike. Say what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I was saying, I think the biggest um, creators right now on Facebook is do a makeup. I think I read something like that a few months ago. That what? That the biggest creators on um, YouTube is... Mm -hmm like the females that do makeup, apply, yeah. how to apply makeup and all that. Yeah,
0: I think I would agree with that. The makeup is pretty big on YouTube. Um, dancing. Dancing, music videos, mm-hmm. those kinds of things are really big on YouTube. But I, I don't I'm not sure exactly where it's coming from. And I'm sure there's people out there gonna go, No, you guys are wrong. Gun guys are the biggest thing on YouTube. If that was really true, why would we wouldn't even be having this conversation? I think the numbers would make YouTube go, Oh, let's chill out because it's our audience. I think the, the reality of it is is that we're not really that big on YouTube. We're not scratching the surface to youtube so they're not super worried about what we do there are some some creators on youtube that are gun guys and make gun videos but you know i just don't think it's as big as we think it's big in our world you know and we think the numbers that these guys have in our world is big but i don't you know
1: yeah i I, I agree with you on that one that the gun community is pretty small compared to other instances of interest
0: Yeah, CloverTech is saying the firearm niche is very small compared to others and to boot, the search volume for things is much, much lower. So, you know, that's the reason why. So what I'm trying to say to you there with that, uh, you know, uh, Warsaw, is that that's really why they're able to pick on us like this. You know, so I think that that's the problem with that. And, And really why I'm asking you that is that, you know, I think that we've tried to do stuff about what's going on with YouTube. So, for example, uh, Brownells just got their channel deleted. Other people, I got my channel deleted uh, several Coda months Boy. ago. Boy, yeah. So, Coda Boy, there you go. People have these. Uh, did Coda Boy get his channel deleted?
2: He nearly did. He had
0: yeah, to make he got another second channel, I believe. Yeah, I think he got some strikes. He probably made a backup channel. I'm not sure if he got it deleted. But here's the thing. So we got it back. People complained. They, you know, YouTube took a look. Maybe enough people complained and they took a look at it, but they're really not going to change their policy because they're not that worried. I think if they were if they were worried like, man, these these gun guys are such a big segment if they go off and do their own thing, then it's over and we've got problems if they were worried about that, then maybe they would think about it a little bit, but I seriously don't think they're worried. And there's already gun channel, gun specific alternatives, and none of those are big enough that it has huge investment, even from, if you look at the firearms industry, for example, if you put the industry together, there's a lot of money there, right? In the firearms industry. The only way that they can really advertise these firearms is on social media, things like YouTube. So if, if, if they saw something here, why would they be sitting on their, on their hands and not doing anything and not creating a channel?
1: At least to make it where you can capitalize off of it with no, yeah. no, no drama. Yeah, I think make- a lot of those make- people
0: are just, they're waiting, they're waiting until things go really bad and no one gets their channel back and then yeah, maybe they'll think about it, you know, but I, I just don't think that it's enough to move the needle. And I'm not trying to be defeatist. I think that we should try to do something about it. But I don't think, in my opinion, the uh, the option of saying, "Oh, YouTube, you're so you're so horrible to us," you know, stop the <laughs> stop uh, discriminating against us. I don't. I'm not so sure that that's actually going to work. So if well, you I, have to
2: admit, though, they're, they're doing strikes for no apparent reason on some content that's not even necessary. Oh, like for one example, and in of a magazine. How many times have been videos been posted with mags with inserted into guns right before the, you know, the policies were placed? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable and ridiculous. We shouldn't they be having strikes to begin with.
0: I agree with you. I don't think I don't think what they're going after people for is fair, but I don't think this is a matter of fairness. You know, I think this goes back. So we um, right now we're getting some Supreme Court rulings, right? Um, this, there were some today. Now, one of the things with these rulings, one of the uh, things that was in the news was the guy who makes cakes. Remember that? He -hmm. makes the cakes. And a gay couple came to him. They wanted him to make this cake. He said no. This all became a thing. It it got all the way up to the Supreme Court. And they said he has the right to to say no. If you think about that and if you agree with that, you have to realize that YouTube is a private company also has the right to say we do not agree with these things. Right. So it's not a matter of what's wrong or right. I know I've had discussions with lawyers about this, for example, where I've said, you know, firearms people, lawyers who are in the firearms field. And I've said, how come YouTube can discriminate against us for something that's protected by, you know, first amendment, second amendment, like what's going on, why can they do this? And they said, because you guys are not a protected group. In the law, there's specific protected groups, if it's by race or religion or something else, but firearms, guns is not a religion. You know, it's not a race. So you can't, you, you know, they, they feel like they have cover to do whatever they want to do. And if you think about it, they really do.
1: I think that's why they was trying to do the whole avoidance of claiming them to be a utility because of that, because if they're considered a, a utility, the government has more say so and how they operate, but CloverTech made a um, good point. He said YouTube is hitting all niches, not just us. So if it's bias, uh, I just lost it. Yeah, it says, it's bias. It's- why makeup has been hit, LGBTQ, pot, gaming, right and left wing news, you name it. So again, why? Which is a good point. Everybody's yeah. been hit.
0: Yeah, I think there's multiple things going on there with everyone being hit. I think in I think there's specific people being hit. Definitely there's people who are conservatives, who are pro-gun, who um, talk about politics and things like that, you know, who are Trump fans, et cetera, that are being hit for sure. But that's definitely that definitely exists. I think in general, YouTube realize YouTube is like a free platform. And everyone's on there putting up stuff, right? Right. And and they, YouTube wants to be more like Netflix. Well, I could just tell you right now, I can't get my videos on Netflix, right? It's not a free platform. Someone curates the videos that are on Netflix. So what YouTube is trying to do is curate the videos. They don't want to go, you know what, we're not letting people advertise at all. They don't want to do that anymore because a little bit of what we're talking about, because now we're talking about everyone that's on YouTube, right? So if all of a sudden all these creators, it's kind of like if you think about YouTube, it's like a Ponzi scheme. All right, now it's not really because they spend a lot of money for the servers, but that's what they do. They have these servers where you could upload videos, people could go request your video, and then your video is going to play. You don't pay for that. You're not paying for a, for a server somewhere for all your videos to to go on. So for example, I've got a thousand videos, man. That's massive. On, on YouTube and I'm not paying for them to be on YouTube. YouTube pays for that. In exchange, they, they get access to my content, they can sell advertising. When they sell that advertising, they share some of it with me, they keep some of it. But now everyone is on there, right? And there's a limited amount of, of people that wanna pay for advertising and YouTube wants to control exactly who's getting the advertising. So I think that what we're dealing with now in terms of them going after everyone is that they're trying to cut back, but they don't want to go out there and go, yeah, you know what? We're just completely, we're getting out of this. We're only going to choose right now, a thousand creators. Those are going to be the only people that you could see their videos on YouTube. Uh, Because I think that goes back to what you were saying, that if they do that and they get, they keep a thousand creators and they get rid of, you know, whoever else is creating, I don't know, that's hundreds of thousands of people, right? In that group, there's people who are seriously creating videos are going to go, oh, let's create an alternative and go off somewhere, you know, or, or they'll go jump to an alternative that exists. So what they're trying to do is just cut back on that and they're doing it to everyone. Um, I know someone was telling me that one of the things they're doing is that if you have outbound links that go outside of YouTube, In the description of your video, then they're they're cutting back on, uh, you know, like where that how many people have access to seeing that video, you know, or whether or not that floats up to the top. I don't know if you've heard that or not.
1: No, I haven't heard that, but I did say this a while back that with all these strikes being handed down, I think what's going to end up taking place is, um, like you said, the top creators, whether it be the top 100. Or um, the top 1,000, however it's going to work out for them. I've, I've always said that this is a the way to narrow down the field to say you got to meet certain criteria. You got to have so many followers and so forth to put limitations on it.
0: Yeah, I think that's what they want to do. But at the same time, they don't want to let go of those people. I see someone saying it's like millions of creators. I think that's true. I think there are millions of creators out there. But I don't know, you know, if you start putting those limits like there's probably there's millions of people. There's uh, a billion users. OK, so there's a billion users, a billion people not creating videos all the time. Most of those people are consuming videos. So we've got to separate it into those two buckets first. Like there's people who consume the videos, people who create the videos. The consuming videos bucket is probably massive, right? So that's a, a huge percentage of that billion people. And then the creator's bucket is, is smaller, obviously. Then there's uh, extents to which people create in there. Some people create every now and then, maybe once a year, they make some people make no videos, some people every now and then, some people once a month, some people once a week, some people every day, some people two times a day, some people five or 10 times a day, right? So that's the difference in people who are, so let's put people in the category that make videos on a regular basis. That's probably, I don't know that that reaches into the millions of people who create it. And I think the reason why YouTube doesn't want to just go, you know what? Screw you guys. We're picking the top thousand people that create stuff or the top 10,000 people that create things. Everyone else is out, go wherever the hell you want to is because I think ultimately they're worried about that because if you have it, let's say you take the top 10,000 people that make videos on YouTube, right? And they have their audiences, that's not their audience is not that whole billion people who are go, who are tuning in, um, you know, who are tuning into YouTube. Right. There's uh, because other people, some people are tuning into YouTube because of us. Some people are tuning into YouTube for other creators. And that's a huge number itself. Mm-hmm. So so you have these smaller numbers of creators that have big, they've got five, ten 20 million followers but then you have a bigger number of creators who don't have a huge following but when you when you group all of that together it could be hundreds you know of millions of people and if those hundreds of millions of people all of a sudden moved off of YouTube that's what they're worried about that's when like Facebook all of a sudden becomes the thing right you know or IGTV becomes the thing if you hear like if you hear all of a sudden IGTV has a quarter you know, a quarter million, a half a million, you know, t- t- tens of hundreds of millions, excuse me, if they have like 250 million users on this thing, they all of a sudden now have the ability to go out and say, yeah, you pay us a lot of money to advertise. And it's not because they had a couple of content creators that have tens of millions of people. And when you add it up, you know, it's half of the whole audience the other half of the audience is a whole bunch of other people. So I think that that's the reason why they don't want to just say, screw you guys, get out.
1: Well, when your channel got um, suspended and Mm -hmm. when you talked to YouTube, they didn't give you any type of explanation. They was just like, okay, we're going to put you back on. Have a nice day. Right.
0: Yes. And I think that's something that you were saying also, right? Warsaw. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's what they do with everyone. They don't tell anyone. I think that's just I mean, a legal issue,
2: right? I mean, there's another issue. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be preventing criminals from making illegal weapons or illegal guns. I mean, I mean, they're after trigger systems. They're after you know anything that involves a gun or anything how you build a gun. Is this anything that they're after? Is what they're banning or striking or any beater that's involved in that?
0: Yeah, I think that um, they obviously put out rules of what is acceptable and what's not acceptable on the platform. And then if you use it, you agree to those rules. The thing is, is that they obviously have rules, but when something goes wrong, they're not going to come in and tell you what it was that went wrong, because now they're creating a legal document that when you go into court, you could go back and go, well, they said, this is what I did wrong, but here's my video. Show me where I did that. So they, they don't tell anyone what they did wrong. I'm just telling you right now. We're all just guessing what we're doing wrong. That's not just me as a gun guy. That's everyone out there. Now, do the some people agree? Yeah, right, because you want- right. But they want it to be that way you know, that's just for legal reasons. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's, it's an awesome thing. I think it's, you know, it's obviously a terrible thing leads to a lot of confusion and frustration, but that's for legal reasons. That's so that we can't, you know, no one, they, they, one thing they're afraid of, like Mike mentioned, is if we all got together and said that YouTube has unfair practices and they should be declared a utility. And then they, they have, there's all this evidence that they created by saying, well, we didn't like when you said this in the video. Mm -hmm. we didn't like when you did this in the video if they do that they're going to start getting hit with with all these lawsuits they're already getting hit with lawsuits they're just going to now create a paper trail that people can go back so that's why they don't they don't tell anyone they didn't tell me if i I challenge someone out there to say hey youtube deleted my channel and this is what they said that i did wrong you've never heard it
1: they will put it out there They gave um, Joe from 13 Gun Reviews, Mm -hmm. they gave him a strike um, and he just posted it and it wasn't even up for like half a day and they just gave him a strike for no reason, no explanation or whatever. And then um, I think it was another time they just took the video down, no explanation. It was like nothing in the title that was abnormal, nothing in the video was off key, wasn't like shooting or anything. I think he was just talking, got hit, Mm -hmm. no explanation.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's because there's, um, there's basically bots that are going through and uh, you know, the way, the way that, the way that the whole thing's working right now, the, the first um, line of what's going on with YouTube and a lot of different things, right. Is that basically it's um, it's intelligence, right? So it has a way of figuring out what's in your video. And the number one way of figuring out what's in your video is by the audio track. It could translate. Okay, so it translates what you say. And there's a certain portion of that video that is translating what's in the beginning of the video. So if you're saying, hey, this is my video about how to make a gun, you're triggering some kind of keyword somewhere. And yeah, no one had a chance. There's not an actual person who looked at that, but something's gonna trigger that. So it's title, title could trigger it. What's in your description could trigger it. What you say in the beginning of the video could trigger it because there's just this artificial intelligence going through and just filtering everything. And if there's certain keywords that get triggered in there, for all we know that some of the cues are visual, right? Some of the red flags are visual and all that kind of stuff. So when those things happen, yeah, you get a strike then a person has to come look at it. That's why that strike can be removed. Right. Right. Because then someone comes and looks at it and goes, Oh, well, this is not really what we were looking for. (laughs) You know, and then they go fine. Here's You know, take the video back or take your channel back. And they're doing that. Huh?
1: (laughs) That's what they'll be like. My bad. Didn't mean it. Just continue.
0: They don't even say that. Like I said, they don't tell you anything. When my channel got deleted, they didn't say anything. They're like, okay, it's on the, we're looking at it. We're taking a look at it. Next thing I know, they just put the whole channel back. Hmm. You know, even the video that we were doing live when they pulled us off air and then they they, they, they uh, restricted my access to that video for seven days, but I couldn't download it. I couldn't do anything with it. I could see it. But then after seven days, it just disappeared. They gave me that back, Right. So that's the thing that, you know, this is just how it all works. There's bots or whatever that goes through it. Something goes wrong. They pay attention to it and they're like, okay, we'll give it back to this person. You know, we didn't do anything, but that's just a system. They have to go through it because of how many people are able to post on, on YouTube. There's no way for them to police it, you know? So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if. I mean, you know, obviously we could just talk about this forever and ever. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I'd like to hear from the people out there in the chat. Tell me, what do you think? Do you think that it would help if we got a petition? What are the numbers? Do you think that if we got these many people that said, hey, something must be done about this, that something will be will be done about what's going on? Um, I don't know what you guys think. There, let me know and I will uh, read that. So, okay, Warsaw, what's your? You, you said you had another way of something else we can do. What was that?
2: It was uh, to call YouTube headquarters or and, uh, email them to their boxes are full until they'll be forced to actually, you know, get rid of the policies. Okay. Um, and is that something that you've ever seen work with YouTube? I haven't really seen people do it, but it's an option. I mean, I don't strongly recommend doing the second option, but the first one I would recommend doing.
0: Okay, so why why don't you strongly recommend it?
2: The second one is more of a way, you know, they're probably going to do some bad stuff going on with us. You know, like, oh, you know what? Well, they're going to be doing hate speech because we're not doing what they're agreeing to. Well, sorry, you're the one attacking us with your stupid damn strikes. We've done yeah. nothing wrong except to make videos that, are, that are, you know, Okay, nobody's going to make doing illegal stuff by watching our videos.
0: Yeah. Um, So Charles uh, Hoshla, I guess, uh, I'm probably saying it wrong, says, just stay strong and keep uh, going. It will get better. Um, DCG44S says, YouTube will laugh at a petition. Big Al says, it wouldn't hurt advertisers are afraid of everything, everything, particularly consumer consent. Uh, discontent, excuse me. Uh, Hillbilly Nitro says probably a waste of time with YouTube. Uh, Atomic Bowl says petitions are a joke. Um, um, Adelaide says uh, needs to be declared and regulated as a public utility. Uh, Let's see. Uh, John Dieter says a petition will probably have the same effect as uh, commenting to the ATF. So there you go. I I think that Uh, What what do you think about that, Mike, before I say what I think?
1: Yeah, um, once again, you know, YouTube is its own entity, um, private company. They can do whatever they want to do. And um, I think a lot of that stuff, they'll just glaze over it, you know. I think um, the real way to hit um, YouTube is to actually give them legit competition. Because like you said, they have the corner market. So you have to put up two other platforms that do the same exact thing that is kind of parallel and let them compete in the market
0: yeah um i think capitalism is one of the things we have in our great country right (laughs) right a free market capitalism that's how you fix a lot of shit out there okay that's how you make everything better so um my thing let me see here I, I just i obviously i could just talk uh at infinitum so i want to make sure that uh you know i'm covering what some people so what some people are saying here um so let's so, see yeah number option
2: got. two would be that best option then
0: yeah so here's here's what i think about option two i think I don't think it's any different really from option one because, okay, if you sign this petition and it gets a huge number, what is it that will, that will make it come to, to YouTube's attention? What is it that's going to happen that's going to go, oh, wow, there's 50 million gun guys out there in America that signed this petition and said, we're terrible. We need to stop discriminating against the gun guys. I think we'll, I think we're going to be lucky if we get that number, but let's say we did that. If they if they're against guns they don't care exactly you know if America what's America 300 350 million people if half of Americans are are pro-gun they don't give a crap they already know that statistic so they don't care about that they what's happening here with YouTube in my opinion with YouTube Facebook all these different places is that they're activists they want to do something all right and They would have done. Let me tell you, here's one of the things like some people get mad. I'm not a super fan of Donald Trump. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that right now. But I voted for him. And and if we had Hillary Clinton. Yeah. If we had Hillary Clinton in the White House, YouTube would not be bullshitting around with us right now. We are actually pretty fortunate that they're just playing with us, because if Hillary was in the White House, they would just go no gun guys on YouTube. Bye bye. And they would just uh, to,
2: delete add, us. And to add to that, um, she wanted to have war with the Russian Federation government. You want to have war with us? Go ahead. You're going to end all the civilian, civilization in America. Yeah. So, well, who so wants really, to say that again? Who wants to have war with Russia? Hillary. She was okay. pressing a damn profit button, you know, pressing the nuclear button. She was enjoying it out of it. Um, I'm,
0: I'm not sure what you're talking about there.
2: There's a video of her pressing a, a prop nuclear button and joining the hell of it. She was just smiling with a smug smile.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was almost 2016. Oh, okay. So I have not I've not seen that video, but obviously it wasn't real. She didn't, you know, she didn't actually have access to the real football, you know, the real nuclear football. Think? I'll um, be honest with you, I don't think anyone has access to that real nuclear football. That's my person. <laughs> I think that that button that we all think that exists to launch all the nuclear bombs is the same thing as when you go to cross the street and there's a crosswalk with lights and then there's a little button there that you press and you think that's somehow gonna change the flow of traffic and it's gonna go to, you know, to red light so that you could cross over and it's bullshit, it doesn't care. You know, I'm not saying there might be a few places in America where that actually works. Most places in America, that's just a pacifier. You know, um, you tell me some someone go out there and sit in whatever your local town is and press that button, record the lights and see if they ever change because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think it's the same thing with with uh, with uh, the whole idea that, oh, there's some there's this nuclear football. And if this guy has it and he's, he's just going to press the buttons and launch and launch the things, I think that's the same thing when people get scared about Trump doing it.
1: It was more for Kim Jong-un doing the same thing. But you also got to remember, too, the nuclear football is um, access amongst the the different um, forces. So it's like the Navy has so many keys and buttons they got to push. The same thing with the Air Force, the Army and all that. And, you know, it's like the stuff you see in the movie, some of that stuff is somewhat true but it's not like he can just sit there and just push a button and stuff happens. Yeah, I think,
0: I think the reality, I agree with you. I think that I'm not saying that there's no nuclear missiles and all that. I'm sure there are, but it's more complicated than we think that it is. And there's more chains of commands that that has to go up. And also there's the randomness of how everything works. So you can see that, um, you know, early warning systems don't work right. So you've got that. There's going to be, you know, uh, communication signals that don't go through, don't go through properly. Then it has to go through all these channels. There's going to be a lot of people that go, no, I don't want to destroy the world. (laughs) There's a lot of people that are going to be deer in the headlights. I just don't think it's that easy. So when the reason why I say that is when people worry about Trump being president, you know, they've got people on the other side that say, oh, Trump's president, he's going to launch all the nuclear missiles. We don't want this guy in there because he could just launch every. No, he can't. And Hillary wouldn't be able to do it either. But what I think would happen, there's real things that we know that would happen. Like Trump got to pick who's who goes on the Supreme Court. He's going to you know, it's in the news right now. Right. Kennedy, Justice Kennedy is retiring. Trump's going to get to pick that again. If it was Hillary, she'd be picking that. Okay, she would have already had one pick and she would get another pick. Those kinds of things have an influence on what really happens in the real world. Right. If all the nuclear missiles started flying, basically, none of us have influence, man. You just got to kiss your ass goodbye. If, uh, if if after the flashes, you still exist, probably not going to be a fun world for you.
2: <laughs> Pretty much to, my, to almighty God himself to save me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the thing is, is that there's actual things that could be done. And what I was saying is that I think with with YouTube I know this is just from my point of view of being a YouTuber, dealing with some people at YouTube and interacting with them and looking at all the different, the matrix of all the stuff that's going on. I think YouTube was looking for Hillary to become president so they can have political cover to go out there and just say, yeah, you don't have a channel anymore. You don't have a channel, you don't have a channel, you don't have, just delete people. The reason why they don't do that right now is because we do have Trump in the White House. And you know, and 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 you do have a um, Republican majority, right? And if they all of a sudden went out there and started unmasked deleting YouTube channels and not bringing them back, then what would happen is someone someone in Congress would start going, you know what? We should have a hearing about YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, are they are they restricting people's freedom of speech? Are they a utility? that's the last thing that they want in the world. So they're not, but once within this kind of political climate, if they ever get a climate like that, if the pendulum swings, if the next time that we've got, you know, that the, the majority of, for the Republicans can change or who's in the, in the white house could change. If they get what they want, they will go out there and do it because they feel like they have cover. And then the other part of that, to get back to what's happening with, um, The Supreme Court, if you think about it, if it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court and the justices go, yeah, this is totally okay for YouTube to do this, then that's locked in. If it goes the other way and they get challenged as a utility or declared utilities and they take it to court and it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court says, yeah, guess what YouTube, Uh, 20 years ago, you weren't a utility. Today, you're a freaking utility that not just goes against YouTube, it goes against YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
1: Yep, because now you gotta play by the rules that Congress sets, and then that's where the funds come in and control.
0: Yeah, so my conspiracy theory to all of you guys, to everyone watching this, is that I think that's why these social media companies are messing with us, but they're not trying to like en masse just delete people's channels. Mm-hmm. Because that will create a news event. This is what happens if it bleeds, it leads. Right. What, what what do we get going on with the border when people started saying, you know what, Trump is separating kids from their parents and the and the babies are crying and they're hungry, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and then being tortured, the little babies. When that happens, it becomes news and you can't do anything about it. Yep. Right.
1: So cool. you got to patch it up, then you got to make it look good.
0: Exactly. So that's the same thing that happened that Trump had to do. So now with us, if all of no, no one really cares if they delete my channel, they delete your channel. But let's say we get a news cycle where today they deleted all the gun channels. Tomorrow they're deleting all the Republican conservative channels, right? They're deleting anyone who supported Trump. They they killed Trump's in, uh, Twitter account. <laughs> I mean, Trump is talking to 20 million people. What is it? 20 million or 25, 30 million? He's talking to a huge number of people.
1: I'm going to look it
0: up. <laughs> yeah. So if they did stuff like that, and every day we were hearing that in the news, then you would see the pitchforks and torches moment in America that I think Warsaw, you're looking for. Where people in America are going to go, no, fuck that. This is like a full you know, onslaught on all of us. Right? And then you're gonna see someone go, whoa, wait, wait a second, why are these guys doing it? Why are they allowed to do it? Well, they should be allowed to do it. They're a private company. No, they're a utility. Okay, wait, are they a utility? Then something's gonna happen and someone might go, yeah, these guys are utilities, they can't do this. And they don't want that. And But in the right political environment, if they have political cover, yes, they would do that. And this is why, no matter what happens, we all need to get out there and vote. And do not vote for people who are looking to do this. When you hear that Democrats like Maxine Waters and all these people are calling, just because just because someone doesn't agree with them politically, they're like, you shouldn't allow them to eat. They shouldn't be allowed to sleep. They shouldn't be allowed to live here. They can't do this thing, they can't do that thing. You know what that is? That's, the, that's segregation. That's some shit that happened in America's past where they well, said that's what they're oh, doing to us. Yes, that is what they're doing to us. And they're doing it on a small scale. And it's not what I'm saying to you is this is not a big problem that's facing anyone. And I and, and I and I know that what you're saying is, yeah, that's why we have to get out there and do something about it. I just think that, you know, all like the things that you're that you're saying that we could do. Ultimately, they could just ignore that. I think it comes back down to what Mike is saying Mm -hmm. that if someone or multiple people or multiple companies or entities out there went out and created platforms that challenged, rivaled, equaled YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if they actually created those, and you could create some shit all you want to, if you, first of all, lots of money. You better you better have so much money that you could just you could take money and just burn through it because we're talking hundreds of millions of billions of dollars to do what I'm saying. But if you first it takes that money. Right. Then the other thing that it takes is people. People actually have to come over to your platform Mm -hmm. and you have to have significant numbers that go over there for some reason. So if you had these things, if you had these things where you created the platform, content creators came to it, influencers, whatever, people, social media, celebrities, everyone went to it. And then also the people went there and started consuming it and talking to each other and doing what's happening on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, then they would be scared. But right now, today, the world that we're living in, that does not exist. Oh, true. What's up? What are I'm you doing?
1: I'm just pointing at my um. Oh, me.
0: yeah. OK, so all right. Um, I don't know. Uh, Warsaw, I don't know if you have some things you want to add there. I know you said you only had a limited amount of time. I wanted to, you know, make sure that you.
2: I got a couple minutes. I can still up longer.
0: OK. Yeah. So what do you think about what I'm saying? What do you think about this before we move on to something else here?
2: I mean, this goes at both ends, you know, where people are just doing whatever the hell they please. And yet they're OK doing it because, you know, as you said, it's a private company. Mm-hmm. But still, why should I be striped for something I didn't mean to do yet? They're still counting me as a criminal for accidentally posting something on the Internet.
0: Yeah, I don't know that you're technically a criminal. They're just saying that you can't no, do I, that.
2: Well, no, I'm just saying because that's what they're thinking they're, that I am doing accidentally. Because I'm showing if I was going to post a video of a gun and I'm taking out a trigger out of the system of it you're gonna have to put it back in. That makes a person wanna make a gun that way. That, see, that's a thinner target as well, just because, oh, I, I cleaned a gun and I put it back together. They could still count that as building a gun.
0: Yeah, but so where, where are you making the connection that they're saying that you're a criminal? They're just saying that that's against their policy. Their particular policy is that you can't do that and they can change their policies and add to that. If you notice, um, lots of social media companies, not just YouTube, changed their policies recently lots of social media platforms that you're using in order to log in, you had to agree to their policy changes. Right. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is these are these today, today in the world that we live in, these are private companies. They're allowed to make their own policies. It's like how in your house you can make the rules, right? Of course. You know, they're allowed to do that. The only way that we could see what we're supposed to believe in based on like, you know, in general, what everyone here, I'm not saying we all believe in the same thing, but in general, we're all the kinds of people that believe in less government, right? Less laws. Right or wrong? Right. Yeah. So because, so we don't really believe that someone has to go out there and regulate this and make it a utility, or maybe we do. I don't know, <laughs> you know, maybe we don't believe what we say we believe <laughs> and we think that it has to be a utility, but that's the only way you can go in and tell someone something. And that's what the Supreme Court was saying when it, when it upheld the guy who refused to make the cake. So that, that's the situation that we're dealing with here. A phone com- the phone company cannot tell you, listen, I don't like you, you're a gun guy. I don't like you, um, I'm not giving you phone service. The electric company can't say, we don't like you, we're not good, because you're a gun guy, or you voted for Trump. The water company can't tell you, you know what, Um, (laughs) you know, we saw that you were watching Hank Strange, screw you, no water for you, because they are utilities. But other places can say this, like banks could say, yeah, we don't want to deal with gun companies. You know, uh, YouTube and all these other places could say we don't want to do this because they are not utilities. But if we just went out there and declared everything a utility, that will probably pretty much be like uh, I don't know, communist country. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So that's yeah, so that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that we're that we're dealing with here, I think. And that's why I come back to it. I think ultimately the thing is someone Somehow there has to be alternatives and those alternatives have to gain traction, but there's lots of things involved for the alternatives to gain traction. And then when that happens, I think if they mess with us enough, then it'll happen. I think, I hate to say it, but when on mass they're deleting channels and they don't bring those channels back, then you'll see all of this happening because as human beings, we don't do anything about most things until everything falls apart.
2: And to the last minute.
0: Yeah, most of us are like that. You know, your doctor's telling you, listen, you need to eat better. You need to be more active. I think your heart's going to be like, screw you. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> then when you have a heart attack and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I might actually die here, then you're like, oh, maybe I need to go on a diet and stop eating so much bacon <laughs> or whatever it is, right? So I think that's just human nature and we are just human beings. So ultimately, everything has to fall apart before we get scared enough to say, hey, we're gonna do something. And this is just my opinion. I think in the gun community, we're not scared enough. There's, there's not people putting enough money into it. I don't have enough money. I don't know if there's enough money that exists out there in order to do it. Uh, people aren't supporting things enough uh you know there's a whole bunch of things going on here content creators aren't going over there as much because they don't want to not pay attention to YouTube and then go over and try to take chances to help build this thing or that thing it's like we are our own worst enemies and ultimately we're going to leave it until everything falls apart and then we're going to try to do something about it and that's either going to work or it's going to be too late and then this kind of stuff this kind of discourse will go away in america or an alternative is going to come up and you know freedom will reign so
1: oh true so true yeah
0: yeah so anyway let's 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 try to like switch this over a little bit i don't think there's you know we can solve the whole thing here let's try to switch it over because obviously we've been going on this subject now for about an hour we do have mike from mw tactical here mike you wanted to talk about um you know, you wanted to talk about some events that you have going on. Warsaw, let us know, man, if you you know, if you've got a duck out, just let us know.
2: I gotta go, RX right now. I'm okay. actually way behind.
0: All right, yeah, thank All you right guys. man. Thanks exactly. a lot. We appreciate hey, it. Okay, care, Thank you, man. We appreciate take we care. appreciate your support and everything. Thanks. Yeah. So uh Mike, um, So tell us, man, what is this event? How how did this whole thing come together, this event that you have going on with Kevin Diximus Maximus?
1: (laughs) All right. So as you know, um, I've been following your show for a while now, like a little bit under a year, a little bit over a year, somewhere around a year mark. All right. And then, of course, you know, I heard um, Kevin talking about the Aiming for the Truth event and looked it up and I was like, this sounds pretty good. Sounds legit. Um, Then after a while, me and Kevin... We linked up with each other and we started communicating back and forth. And then, of course, you know, we linked up at a couple conventions and a couple shows. And, you know, we share ideas back and forth. And then I just suggested to him one day, like, hey, whenever you decide to put this on the road, you know, I want to see about bringing it to Columbia. And we just got to figure out the logistics portion of it and let's let's make it happen. So that's where we are right now. So through that and, of course, thinking of better ways to make it work, you know, that's when we came up with the raffle okay for the scope so
0: right because obviously the thing about um these events these aiming for the truth events that kevin has going on is kevin remember we was just talking about money Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kevin is not mr Moneybags. if he is please kevin uh send me a check dude I'm waiting <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know so someone's got to fund this stuff right it's it Correct. takes money there's different things going on so you guys have to raise money in order to do these events right
1: Yes. And that's the reason for um, the raffle and asking people for the GoFundMe. So of course, um, if we are raising enough money through the GoFundMe, um, it pays off the, um, the rent and the other resources that we got to pay for to make everything work.
0: Right. Yes. Because you need a venue. Correct. You need, uh, I don't know if you need security, but you need different people to show up to be able to show up there.
1: Correct. And it's like the advertisement portion of it. And yeah,
0: you need resources because you need um, like there's uh, educational materials and stuff like that that are given out classes, etc. Right.
1: Yes. So what I'm asking people to do is go over to um, M-W Tactical dot com. And once you go on the website, click on the raffle tab. And then um, this is one of the scopes that we are raffling off.
0: Very cool. Uh, Let me see, what is that? Is that a Vortex? What is this?
1: Dude, this is a Bushnell.
0: Bushnell, okay, Bushnell.
1: This is the Bushnell Elite Tactical, the um, one um, by six, I mean, one through 6.5 by 24 millimeters. It has the illuminated reticle. Um, The reticle is the BTR2, all right? It also comes with the LaRue Tactical mount.
0: Yeah, that's a very nice mount on there. By the way, Richard Hughes says that's his scope.
1: Hey, go buy 106 tickets on m-wtechnical.com. You're guaranteed to win it.
0: So, okay, so right now, um, so how many how many tickets are you selling? Like, what's the odds of getting that scope?
1: Okay, so for this scope, we're only selling um, 110 tickets, and for the Leopold. With the Kestrel, we're only doing 110 tickets. So both scopes, 110 tickets each.
0: So you have a one in 110 chance of winning those scopes with, and they both Larue tactical mounts.
1: Nope, this is a Bushnell. Uh huh. And this one right here, um, is the Leopold Mark IV, 8.5 to 25 by 50 mili- uh, millimeters. Yeah,
0: but the mounts, right. the mounts themselves are Larue, right? Larue. Correct. Yeah. Okay. LaRue, so that's pretty cool. So what values are we looking at here? Do you have like a rough value of what these things are worth?
1: Yeah, so uh, this scope um, is about eleven hundred, and um, this scope is around a nine hundred thousand mark, something like cool. that. Cool.
0: So, I mean, you're talking like, and what are you selling the tickets for? The raffle. Um, the raffle tickets.
1: One ticket for the Bushnell is thirty. One ticket for the Leopold is fifty. Okay. Now, the one thing you do get with the the Leopold is because it's a long range um scope, you get the Kestrel that comes with it. Okay. So for fifty bucks, you get the Kestrel and the scope with the mount.
0: Right. Very cool. Very cool. So um lots of people are liking the scopes and stuff like that. So what can people do to these raffle tickets? How can they support you? What are the different ways that they can help you do this? And where is this, uh, and also where and when is the event taking place?
1: Okay, the event is taking place 21 July in um, Columbia, South Carolina. All right, the raffle, if you want to go get a ticket, go to m-wtactical.com. Up top, click on the last tab, which is the raffle tab, and then you're going to see the various options where you can buy one, three, or five tickets. Once again, the Bushnell is thirty dollars. The Leopold with the Kestrel is fifty dollars. Um, what I would like to do, if you would allow me, if you and Lola have the um, opportunity to have me back on the day before, aiming for the truth, okay, uh, is raffle off one of these scopes on this show.
0: Okay, you mean announce the winner?
1: Nah, like I no, like I can do it all right here on the computer. Oh, that's how oh okay. When you buy the tickets. The tickets are computer generated. All right, and this goes into that pot, and then we have that um app. Was we can um we can pick the okay, winner. you can
0: figure out who's the winner, okay? Yeah, right. sure, absolutely, we can work sounds that out. Sounds
1: good, sounds good,
0: yeah. okay? So, um, let me see, I don't know if we we covered all the different specific stuff that you want to cover here, and, and so for people to do this one more time, um, MW Tactical, what's different social media that you're on?
1: All right, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, just do a search for M W Tactical. Um, if you go to YouTube, I'm about to start posting um video content on YouTube as well. But don't forget what I said, I'm also on Gunstreamer and guntube.org. On Gunstreamer, okay. the name is Munitions, Weapons, Tactical, all together. On GunTube, it's M W Tactical.
0: Okay, very cool. And uh, I just want to remind everyone to like hit the thumbs ups and all that kind of stuff. I see, I think it was the pants asking me what's uh, what are those going for on Big Daddy Unlimited. Um, I can't check. That right now, I don't know if there's, I don't know if those particular scopes, I think I saw Bushnell stuff on there and probably there's uh loophole stuff on there as well. I don't know if they have LaRue mounts though. Right. So the, all of that, we would have to check, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, Michael's giving you a chance to win them. <laughs> it's going to cost you 50 bucks. With, it's 30 bucks and 50 bucks, right? On the tickets. That's right. And okay, and so then, there you I want to
1: say Kevin said he was going to throw on some hats and shirts with those. Okay also
0: okay cool and what we're doing here is we're trying to help mike um you know uh, promote this whole thing help him bring this event to uh south carolina and uh we'll have you back on when is this event one more time 21 july 21 july okay and this uh hug with katie is going to be public oh is this this going to be live
1: y'all want it to be live
0: I, I, we say can.
1: Make it, I say make it live, you know. Okay, we can make it live. So here's what I'm going to do. Um,
0: People always want to see Man Love live. I mean.
1: <laughs> I want to say his flight <laughs> comes in at eight o'clock that Friday because I'm picking him up Friday from the airport. Okay. So if anything, I'll send you a text message, get the link, come on the show, be at the baggage claims, and I'm going to try to get the hug. As long as he don't okay. run from me. because I was trying to get the hug from him in Dallas, but he kept running from me. Like I said, I think Kevin played football or something because he was fast on the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Yes. Armament and Axis says there must be proof of the KD Mike hug. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to see it over and over again in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, did you have you
1: seen Deadpool 2? No, nah, not yet.
0: <laughs> okay well i don't i i don't think this is a spoiler because it's in the uh trailers for deadpool too but when you go in for that hug uh squeeze you some butt cheeks well, <laughs> there, 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 there. get some butt cheek action going I, I think
1: that's a little too much now <laughs> yeah, no, how about if no. i just squeezed um the utility belt
0: yeah, no 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 butt <laughs> cheeks butt cheeks
1: squeezing, or i'll, I'll squeeze the ammo pouch
0: no 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 it's not it's not real <laughs> <laughs> opt out of gun control says make sure it's seas only <laughs> and uh the pants says if there's no video it never happened <laughs> um dcg 44s says will there be ass grab
1: <laughs> <Hey. Yeah. laughs>
0: and richard rasnick says make your buddy happy <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, so, um, you know, we'll probably try to come back and remind you guys of that in whatever time we have left here. Um, There's a couple things we want to go down. So the big part of this show of what we're talking about here is the Monarch shoulder holster giveaway. So I don't know if you guys can see it, but I'm, I'm rocking my Andrews custom leather Monarch shoulder rig right there. This is the Glock one. So got my Glock right there. There you go. Glock on tap. Right. So and of course, I've got the uh, like mag pouch and everything with it. That's what's over here. So um, we've been doing this for, I think, a little bit over two weeks. We wanted to give everyone a chance to get involved in this. And uh, coming up, I'm actually going to announce who won this. I'm going to announce it and then you will be you will get in touch with uh, Sam Andrews. Because, you know, Sam, if he builds you a holster, you actually have to call him. So that's how this whole thing works. If anyone wants to know how to call Sam, you can't find it in our description or anywhere. I'm I'm posting this stuff everywhere, but as I I was talking about earlier, I think YouTube now is making it really difficult if we put um, links that go outside of YouTube in the videos. So we're still doing that, and I think it's probably one of the things that's creating some problems for us. So if you are looking for that stuff and you don't see it because of that or some other reason, Basically, just get in touch with me. Hit me up on social media and I'll send you those links. Look at my other social media. Um, you should get involved with Hankstrange.tv because we send those things out. But what I was saying is the winner gets in touch with Sam Andrews, orders his holster. You get your choice of either the Glock 1911 or I think it was a Sig P226. You know, those are the options. He'll make a holster for one of those. So, And what we're going to do, this is not the end of those giveaways. I'm going to give away some other Andrews custom holsters. So once we get this one done and out of the way, then I will will announce another one. And um, one of the things that I want you guys to know of what's going on with Sam Andrews is he has a Squarespace account. So, you know, I'd like to just tell you people to uh, look for that on squarespace i'm going to uh put that up right now um go ahead
1: have you shot with that holster yes um how how do you like it with that cross draw across the body and pulling out like such
0: um you know what? It, it gets, it gets, you know, it's the kind of thing that takes getting used to. So you really have to practice it wherever you carry. You got to practice. I practice something else most of the time. I don't, I, I really like this rig and everything and I do wear it, but it's not what I carry all the time. Cause I live in Florida and there's just the weather doesn't really permit to me for me to have on a whole bunch of different clothing and stuff like that. So I think you just practice for what it is you do. Right. So, you know, for me, I wear it whenever I'm showing off. And so when I'm doing that, I try to like, you know, practice and do all those kinds of things. Um, It's just one of those things, man. I think the fastest way for me to draw is going to be like this. But there is, you know, there is your way to do it if you're practicing it. And sometimes this is better. So if you're sitting in a car and you have your seatbelt on, trying to get your seatbelt out of the way is probably not better. This is, you know, this is probably going to be better. So I think it just depends on uh, personal use. Your opinion yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly what situation you're in. So, here I'm gonna, I'm talking about the uh Andrews custom leather, uh, square paste, square. I don't know why I'm having a tough time saying friggin' square space.
1: Were you watching um SpongeBob today? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, totally,
0: <laughs> it's just like a tongue twister, square space, square space. Man, that's just like a a real thing here. So I'm trying to pull this up. Um, I'm trying to pull this up here. Let me see, because I want to make sure that I put this in the in the chat so that folks can go get a look at this and uh, and check out the uh, the the Sam Andrews store. So here, here we go. I found it. Okay, I'm gonna post this right now in the chat for everyone. Uh, let's see. Here you go, guys. Go, just go check out the store. Um, shout out, Sam, you know, they are, they are a supporter of what we do here. So, you know, there you go. I just shared it. Um, and I'll I'll put it also in the chat, Mike, so that you could check this out. Uh, The reason why I'm telling you this is because, you know, Sam was nice enough to donate this holster to us so that we can give it away. So you guys definitely go check this out. And what's going on with the Squarespace is that Sam, you know, usually when you order a holster from him, right? You've got to call him up, order your holster, and then you have to wait some time. That's how it works.
1: It's all handmade, right?
0: Yeah, it's handmade, he's putting it together. You have tons of options. You can do just regular leather like this one is, but there's different colors, there's exotic leathers, all that kind of stuff. So with this uh, Squarespace account that he has, these these are holsters that are already made. So you can literally just go there and if you see a holster you like for the gun that you like, and all that kind of stuff. You could just order it and you can get it now. So I think that's a good idea because lots of people want to get gifts for people and they don't realize what kind of lead time that you have to deal with, with Andrew's custom leather, with any situation like this where you're getting a bespoke holster made for you. So this is cool. If you want to get someone a really cool gift but you don't have a lot of time, you could just go there, you see something, you know they have that gun. You think, oh, this this looks good. You can jump in and get it. So. You know, that's why we're promoting it and pushing it. And like I said, uh, we're going to give away more, more of these holsters. So, you know, that's, that's the whole big thing here. So I am going to announce that right now, right now, Lola did a whole thing here where she, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, you can do the drum roll.
1: There
0: you go. Uh, so Lola did a random generator and check short. Te- she also. <laughs> okay, on, I can't drums. keep it
1: up. Hey, come on. Enough, drums, enough
0: drums. She also. <laughs> so Lola did the random generator and then she checked to make sure that the winner liked and commented. Like I told you guys, I posted this on my Instagram and Facebook and some other places. So you need to like and comment. You need to follow uh, Andrew's custom leather. You also need to be mm-hmm. in HankStrange.tv. It's all a big deal. So um, she went through all these things to pick the winner. The winner is Michael Bender. Michael Bender, congratulations to you, sir. You are getting a uh, Monarch shoulder holster, my friend. I think he's probably in the chat. If he's in the chat, someone let me know. Um, you know, he said Michael Bender says, I need – to win this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got a really funny comment on there. I'm not going to, let me see. Should I read the whole thing? It says, Michael Bender says, I need to win this for sure. Since Hank took the week off, I got bored and I bought a Colt 1911 government model with a 70 series trigger. So I'm definitely broke now and it's Hank's fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, hey, I'll take the blame. So there you go.
1: <laughs> Just get yeah. for everything now.
0: Yes. Um, Lola is going to be doing, um, an Andrew's professional accessories giveaway that's coming up. And as well as, um, Lola. For, so, so these are for the Patreons, people who support us on Patreon or Patreon slash Hank strange. Um, she's going to do two IV 8888 man can giveaways that's coming up. So stay tuned for all that goodness that, that will be, um, Coming up, congratulations. Is Michael Bender, is he out there? I don't
1: think he's in the chat. Yeah,
0: if Michael Bender is in the chat, if someone knows Michael Bender, let him know that he <laughs> is the winner of that holster. He needs to get his act together and uh, <laughs> get in touch with us. So, um, or call up call up uh, Sam Andrews. I will let him know that you're the winner. When you call him up but get in touch with me so i because i don't know that you got to make sure that's his real name and everything sam has to know who's calling him for what reasons but we've given away other holsters before so um congratulations to uh to uh michael i, I see lots of people congratulating him if you didn't win and you participated in this and you're in the hankstrange.tv email list and all that kind of stuff. Thank you for participating. We're gonna give away not only more holsters, but we've got other stuff coming up that we're gonna give away. And this is just a teaser. Check this out. What? Mm. Yes, eventually. Now this just came in from Palmetto, from Palmetto State Arms, there you go. Can you guys see that? Can you see that? There you go. This is the Glock magazine, nine millimeter pistol, you know, with Palmetto's. They've got like, they're stamping here on this brace you know, it looks like it looks like a stick brace. Yeah. (laughs) But it's got palmetto palmetto on there. So now I'm not giving this away right now. What happened is they sent me this to test. So we're going to test the crap out of this and see, you know, um, you know, whether like how it runs and all that kind of stuff. Right. So this just came in. We're going to be testing it. And um, after we test it and we make sure that it's rocking and rolling, doing what it's supposed to do and all that and give you guys my opinion on it, guess what I'm going to do? Give it away. That's right. I'm going to give it away. And we're going to do some kind of thing just like that, where you guys need to be on Hank Strange in the email list, HankStrange.tv. You're going to have to comment on something and all that kind of stuff. Reach out to the folks from Palmetto State, et cetera, because, you know, they're agreeing to this whole thing. They sent this, they want me to test it, say whatever the hell I want to say about it. If I want to, if I hate it, I can melt it,
1: <laughs>
0: you know? I could do whatever I want to do with it at the end, but um, I think what I'm gonna do, if it's, if it's good, then I'm gonna give it away to the folks out there that support me all the time. So we've got this and a bunch of other giveaways and you know there's gonna be videos and all that kind of stuff related to that. If Michael Benders is out there or anyone knows Michael Bender, um, Lola says that the way to get in touch with us is through HankStrange.tv. So go there. <laughs> when you win, you could go there and email me. There is a way if you go through that, that you can email me. If anyone's looking at this and you don't know about HankStrange.tv, Basically, it's my, it's a website, www.hankstrange.tv. You type that in, it takes you somewhere. There's a video there explaining the whole thing, but there's a box. You put your email address in there. That's how we keep in touch with people. We were just, we just did like, how long do we talk about YouTube, man? An hour. Yeah, at least an hour, if not more than that. And so with everything going on, I, I came to the realization that we need to have a way to talk to the people. The way to do that is email list. Right. So if things go down, if if YouTube deletes my channel or Facebook or someone, you know, doesn't like something that I post, I can reach out to you guys and say, hey, this happened. This is where we're at, or this is what we're up to. But you know, we need people to get on that email list. And, you know, this, these are just some incentives. I think it's also a good way for me to give back to people. So Hillbilly Nitro USA says, "I'll send you my address after the chat hack." <laughs> sure, send me your address. <laughs> Unless you're Michael Bender, you're not getting that holster, though.
1: So let me ask you this: that um, Palmetto State Armory rifle you just held up, yeah, of course, is um, gun converted to well, nine millimeter, of course. Yeah, let it's me, a
0: yeah, it's an AR. Um, yeah, so
1: do they make that magazine well for Smith and Wesson also, or just Glock?
0: Uh, we'd have to look on their site. I I think they do. If I'm not mistaken, when I looked, I saw just Glock and the Colt magazine. Gotcha. So I don't think that they're doing the Smith and Wesson. It, it, who who does the Smith and Wesson magazine that you know about?
1: Um, doesn't Keltec? They do it for that. Um, oh yeah, the sub two thousand. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but the sub two thousand is not really an AR pattern rifle. It is. It's cool. I've got one. Right. Um, I don't have the Smith and Wesson version because you know. Uh, well, you got more Glock mags, probably. Yeah, I got. Yeah, because uh, like I was trying to say, Michael, this is the way that you deal with that, my friend.
1: Boom. No, man, I'm trying to tell you the way you do it. <laughs> is, <ba-da-sh>. <laughs> <laughs> <with> that.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> that's your solution to that problem. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I've got I do have a ton of Glock magazines. There you go. Look, check that out. Fits right in there. Nice. That's why. That's why that's what I like about the Glock magazines, but you know, I do think it would be cool to see people do these in different um, kinds of magazines. Cause, cause honestly we're joking around, but people do have different kinds of um, you know, people have different guns that they're using out there. Right. Glock is not the only game. Correct. The only thing in the game. So anyway, there you go. We're going to have lots, we're going to give away a whole bunch of stuff, man. I've got things that we're working out with Walter from safety Harbor firearms, um you know we're going to be giving away a 50 we just got to get Walter to build that 50 Walter's <laughs> going to build some uh <laughs> that's what that's what the holdup is right now that 50 right now <laughs> customers are getting their 50s but we, we're going to get him to build a 50 and give it away I can tell you guys I don't have a 50 from Safety Harbor I want one you know I know exactly how I want mine but um probably he, I will know, be giving
1: one. he's making Kevin a 50 right
0: I don't know. Um, And I don't know what Kevin's going to be willing to do for that 50. It's going to take more than a hug, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, it's going to be some prison kind stuff. (laughs) And it will be televised. (laughs) Let's just put it that way.
1: (laughs) Uh, That would be something that should be on (laughs) pay-per-view. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, so opt out of gun control. So says, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against Glock mags, but scorpion mags are much easier to load. So there you go. I do. I have a scorpion. I have a scorpion too. I got a couple of mags for that, but you know, ah, there's no, you know, the, the search for perfection continues <laughs> in the gun game. So yeah, man, we, we're going to have a whole bunch of stuff. So I really, uh, I encourage everyone to go to hangstrange.tv. That's the first place you should go because when we do these giveaways, I always send that out in the newsletter, okay? So I'm sending out a newsletter on Fridays and I tell people about all kinds of stuff that's going on, all kinds of giveaways and things like that that we have going on. Um, I'm probably gonna start doing it more frequently than just Fridays, especially with all these new YouTube things coming down and you can't put this link and that link out there. But you know, I don't wanna bombard people, but obviously this is the reason why we need a way to communicate with people because of everything going on, right? Exactly, so it's really crazy. we need to be able to tell people like what's going on here. so okay, there you go now did they, did you have some news that you wanted to talk about man while we're here while we um, one
1: roll. thing I wanted to talk about was that um the Supreme Court um, judge that's retiring Kennedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that so that goes back to the whole thing what we was talking about earlier when you were saying about um, um the decision that Trump gets to make as far as picking the justice. Mm -hmm. was in office she got to pick it also so that just goes to show like if going back to the whole youtube talk if they was wanting to make like youtube a utility to make that transparent putting somebody who follows your views in that supreme court that will kind of make that gray line kind of etchy you know yeah so um, but that was, um, I think that was on Amoland. I think that's where I saw that. At.
0: What the, um, Anthony, Kennedy
1: retiring? Yeah, I can't remember. I think that was. It's CNN. all it's
0: all over the news yeah, right now. News. I mean, yeah, yeah, I see it on. It's on CNN. It's on a bunch of different places. Um, okay. I think uh, it's kind of tough to to tell whether uh, Justice Kennedy is like conservative. It seems like he just basically goes whichever direction he wants to. And we can hope that we get a conservative judge or a pro. What we really want is, I don't know, you know, we want like a pro constitution, but you know, it's, this is all a tough deal, right? People say they're this, but basically these judges are like Kings, Kings and Queens in the the political system that we have, right? Because this is a job for life. They have to, they have to surrender this. You can't, once they get, once they get into this position, you can't kick them out.
1: Exactly. And the fallback to that is, is of course, if you watch movies and, you know, me and my conspiracy theories, honestly believe like if they get you in a corner someplace and use something against you to sway your vote, that could be something that comes into play also.
0: I think there's a lot of things that come into play. I think a lot of people fake the funk and they're not really. So if you've got a, if you've got a party, a political party in the white house and in the position to get this person confirmed, you know, some people play the game one way or the other, right? Mostly it happens against what we believe. Right. That you have someone that seems like they're on our side. They believe in the constitution, they're conservative in the decisions and the way that they look at stuff. They don't just make up their own shit but they, they act that way, then they get in there, then they don't necessarily follow that. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Kennedy is one of these people that he's not really predictable on what side he's coming down. And this, you, you have a lot of power in these positions, and these guys typically don't want to give it up. Now, the fact that he's giving it up during Trump's term goes to say something that, because a lot of times what these guys will do, they, if there's a president in, in the White House that they don't agree with, they won't, you know, they won't surrender. Right. So you won't see any of the um, the liberal judges surrendering right now. They will have to. Someone will have to drag them out of there in a the body bag for them to give right.
1: up. I was going to say that's their decision if they want to stay on or ride it out.
0: Yeah. Once they get in, man, they're set. I mean, this is just how our system is set up. Right. Right. So, you know, these guys, uh, a lot in, of, of American life comes down to it. And people just don't realize like the presidential run seems sexy. You know, it's less sexy, but, you know, people that go into Congress, um, you know, the Senate, et cetera, that's, you know, not as sexy as being president, but that's also sexy and people pay attention to that. But when these guys get on the court and they get in there, they have a lot of power because whatever the other branches uh, do, these guys, it comes down to them. They could either choose to deal with it, not deal with it, go this way, go that way. And then we all have to live with it after that. Exactly. So I think right now we're seeing some good things, right? In the, the Supreme Court is making some decisions that we kind of uh, go along with. Um, you know, there's this whole thing with union fees. I don't know if you saw that. Basically, unions can't can't be forced to to take fees and stuff like that from workers. So mm-hmm. that's going to diffuse unions a little bit. Um, I don't know how everyone out there feels about unions. I'm not a huge proponent of unions per se. And I have, I have been in unions. I was once a teamster, believe it or not.
1: Really? How did that work out?
0: It was terrible. The teamsters were gangsters, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say like far as Yeah. It was
0: in New York city. I was a teamster in New York city. So they're gangsters. Most of those guys that are teams that on the top, on the top, the guys like me, you know, they were just taking our money and had nice, uh, they had nice buildings on fifth Avenue and they could all park their Cadillacs down there and all that and they didn't really represent anyone. They just took the money and there was a ton of corruption and it was ways to funnel and launder money for the mafia and I can go on and on and on with that whole situation and that's why I'm not a fan of it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: So I've never been helped by any union ever. And I've been in. I've actually been in a few unions, not just the Teamsters Union. I've been in some other unions, but you know, like a lot of things, they're not out there to really actually help people. You know, so
1: grab just another money grab.
0: Yeah. So I I think right now, like you were saying, we're seeing stuff going on with the Supreme Court, and this is why it's important, and this is why we want to have a chance here to stack it right, because if you put some young guys in there, barring anything terrible happening um you know this affects what happens in the next 20 30 years maybe
1: man exactly so So, yeah let me Uh, actually let me ask you this then um we we have term limits on every form of government except for congress do you think we should have term limits for members of congress
0: oh hell yeah i mean absolutely (laughs) hands down Yeah, I'm like extreme term limits. I don't I don't think they should get more than a couple of years, like, you know, maybe two years or four years or something. Then they should get the hell out,
1: you know, because they're not
0: really doing anything. These guys, a lot of people go in there and that's Republicans. That includes Republicans, people who pretend to be conservatives, people who pretend to believe in the Constitution. They get into those jobs and then they don't really do anything. Right. And they just keep telling us that they need to keep staying there because they're going to magically do something someday and they don't ever do shit. Right. So I think the only way for us to make that something that's functional is that people that get in there have to do something, you know, and then they get the hell out. And if you didn't do anything with life, okay, you were there, you know, you got in, you got out, you move on. You know, I think there's a lot of things that we should do to to overhaul a little bit the the whole the way that this works. If someone's serving the public like this and we find them cheating, stealing, uh, doing like misusing the public trust, they need there has to be severe penalties for that, in my opinion.
1: I agree with that. Um, I also believe that if. Congress set term limits, president has four years, I think one term of a congressman should be. at least four four to eight, right? Because I'm kind of up in the air between it. And I've been saying this for years, like, okay, so give them eight years, you know, but mm-hmm. four years minimum or something like that, you know, however it works out. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, you keep new blood up in there, we wouldn't have a lot of these arguments that we have in government right now that is meaningless, you know, especially yeah. with bringing on laws that are already on the books and doing another law, that it's already on the books, like to deal with certain gun laws, and I think they did it up in New York.
0: Yeah, um, the pants says sometimes it's good when politicians do nothing. Um, I, I agree that it's good when they block certain changes that go against the constitution. Right. So, you know, but things that are gonna, um, that are gonna diffuse or, or, you know, weaken the constitution, yeah, What we want to do is block all that shit. You know, we want to keep the Constitution in there, pure, strong, powerful, kicking (laughs) ass. You know, it's um, it's a document, I think, in the world that makes a huge difference to life. I think there's lots of things that people out there are worried about and getting all mad about. And the thing that they should think about is constitution. Not that you don't have these rights. You're born with these rights. You should have these rights as a human being, but something has to guarantee that. So there's this document and then people have to fight for it. People have to defend it. And I think that's what we're trying to do, right? Correct. So, um, you know, but I do agree that, yes, sometimes what you want them to do is to not make certain kinds of changes. It, I think Obamacare has not helped uh, the healthcare situation in America, and it would have been better if they left things the way that they were and then let the private sector, let those things get worked out there. You know, when you're dealing with insurance, for example, you know, the whole game of insurance, you can't say, okay, you've got to give everyone insurance and give them equal levels of insurance. That's not what insurance is about. It's right. a policy that you take out saying that, okay, I'm, I'm either very healthy right now and the chances that I'm going to get sick are very low, but I'm going to pay some money into this so that if I do get sick, I'm covered. Or I know that um, the chances that I'm going to get sick or something's already wrong with me, so I'm going to pay more money. You know, this is what it's all about. When you tell pe- when you start putting in a bunch of restrictions and guidelines of how that's supposed to go, that goes against business, it doesn't make any kind of business sense. It's a bet that the insurance company is taking that most people are going to be fine and they're going to make money. But if you tell them, no, this is how it's going to go, and it's going completely against math, <laughs> <laughs> and completely against anything that has anything to do with business sense you're going to get horrible insurance you're going to get horrible health care or whatever kind of care comes out or um, service that's supposed to come out of that as a result so
1: yeah he, well you know i was never impacted by you know like the civilian health system because it's different for us in the military you know <laughs> Um, so, like, I've always heard the horror stories of people paying the premiums, having more kids, and I never really followed it to see how it paralleled and how it's supposed to parallel and specifically how it's supposed to work because it didn't directly impact me. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I didn't concern myself with it.
0: Okay. So, how was healthcare for you in the military or how does it continue to be? You're, you're, you're I'm sure you still have access to it, right?
1: Correct. Um, okay. So, when I was in the military, the way it works is, um, I go to the hospital or go to sick call, which civilians, they call the clinic, the health clinic. I guess that's mm-hmm. what they call it, like the emer- urgent care, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the little clinic is. Mm-hmm. Just go there, you state whatever your problem is, they see you, prescribe you medicine, or go through the little treatment. That's it. No money, no exchange in the military. Um, now that I'm out in the military, if I go to the hospital, I got to pay like a $50 copay when I go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's across the board. So I can go to any hospital in the country. I just got to pay that $50 dollars copay. pay
0: Okay. Okay. So I mean, th- did you find that the system works well for you? I just ask because I know there's um you know, uh there are there are a lot of people out there that say that the healthcare system for vets is not as it's not really that good. So how do you feel it is? You feel it's good, worth it, not worth it?
1: As of now, I have yet to have any issues with it. Mm -hmm. Um, The downside to it is um, they don't have enough people working the system to get the proper care. That's what the problem is, because you're putting too much on somebody's plate. Mm -hmm. So let's say a doctor, a regular hospital, let's say they have 15 patients. The VA, one doctor probably have 65 patients and they got to schedule the time frame, the months and all that you know, to be seen. And that's mm-hmm. what the issue is. So it, it isn't like the healthcare is broken. It's the, the management of people and resources.
0: Yeah. I think that's all the way around. Right. So, and and I think what's going on from what I could see with, uh, with healthcare when it comes to uh, vets is that um, there's a ton of money that comes in from the government it's horribly mismanaged. <laughs> people don't pay the price for mismanaging it because the government is managing it. It's not that great. So I think that that if you go out there and you serve your country and that's a benefit to get this healthcare or education or whatever, I think that's great. I mean, you know, that's one of the things you sign up for. You should get it. You should get something for going out there and doing. If it's voluntary, you should get something for doing what other people won't do, exactly. right? And for risking your life but it should be something that's a value but it's devalued because the government is running it and and in some ways you know the military is running and doesn't exactly you know run itself that well (laughs) there's lots of corruption and stuff like that going on in the military as well
1: yeah well you know like um far as like when you have somebody running a government entity. And is that money, you know, of course, you know, you are driving an expensive car cause you're gonna overpay yourself. Mm-hmm. Greed is um, the envy to the power. So mm-hmm. it just keeps tanking from there because once somebody exposes you, what's the first thing you want to do? Rob the person that can get you fired. Right? Yeah. So Now, now you got a network, you know, of people who you washing hands with and it never, it never gets good. It never gets good.
0: Yeah. So Brian quick says a veteran lit himself on fire yesterday in Atlanta due to bad VA treatment. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. I heard that on the radio um, the other morning. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, opt out of gun control says the VA uh, finally started off- offering acupuncture, but it only lasts a week and appointments are only available every two months. Go figure. Um, and okay. That's, you know, and I think acupuncture may have some things I've never done it, but you know, more and more people say that that's doing something for them. Yeah,
1: um, I, did, I did it on my knee, acupuncture on my knee okay yeah it it worked pretty good, but like said, it wasn't like um everyday thing you can go to uh, once a week. They space it out over a number of months, <laughs>
0: you know? yeah, yeah, Jackson Olman says he lost power, but he's back. he lost power, the internet and everything he's back. glad you uh, made it back. um so there you go. there's some other some other things that we're gonna talk about here. I think that this is something that. If left, if left, if there's a better system for this, it would be the system that, you know, works like a free market, in my opinion, right? Where if someone came in and they were doing this and they were terrible, we all say, hey, these guys are horrible. They're mismanaging this whole thing. Get them the hell out. You know, and they're out of there versus what's going on with the government. We really can't do that much about it. That's why people pay so much money for like a toilet seat. You know what I mean? That's why these kinds of things happen there. Um, And and the same thing, even in the private sector with us, why when the government gets involved in it, it gets terrible. You know, if they would stay the hell out of it, then people will be able to work with it and we'll be able to make it better. You know, no one tells you what cell phone to buy. Now, I know that the government is getting involved in getting people cell phones, but for the most part, we take our money, we buy cell phones. So it creates competition. If I like the iPhone, then, you know, Apple makes money and, and everyone looks at them and gets jealous and goes, hey, we can make a better phone than that. And they start making better phones cheaper with, with better cameras and this thing and that thing. And so now you got better phones and now you have an option to go to that phone. If Apple's like, oh shit, we're losing all this business to this thing, then they get their act together. If they don't, then they go away and someone else comes in. That's how all of that stuff should work if we really want it to be better. But yeah, it doesn't really go that way.
1: A little bit more transparent for us, plans, resources, and where they're at, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So now it looks like MooBut. I'm looking at the comments here. Moo has a problem with the way I say against. Am I saying? Am I saying? You know, what am I supposed to say? How like say against? I don't know what well, Against? I'm, oh, I'm supposed to go against.
1: Well, you know, is you're a front well, you used to live in New York, so but you yeah. traveled a little bit more than me. So your accent is going to be different than mine. Yeah.
0: I'm just trying to figure out like how am I supposed to say against? like first I can't say tomorrow. People <laughs> get mad, you know. If I
1: <laughs> was what, saying um, tomatoes, tomatoes, who, who really cares? Not yeah. People,
0: so. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to say it against. It's like when I was in, um, when we were in uh, Arizona, they were talking about uh, Prescott versus um, Prescott. So I think they were saying that when people from outside of Arizona say Prescott, they're like, right. yeah, that's how we know you're not from Arizona. So apparently, it's supposed to be Prescott. Right. So here was my question. If you can't, if it's, if it's Prescott and not Prescott, then is it Skitsdale or Scottsdale? Like, do you know anything?
1: The OI?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. You know, (laughs) is it Prescott or Prescott? Is it Scottsdale or Skitsdale? (laughs) Is it against, or what did you say? Against?
1: Against. (laughs) Against.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What's wrong with Against. Uh, okay,
1: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. Now, you yeah. know, when I first um, moved here to South Carolina, there's a street here called um, Gervais. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked into this one business because I was looking for this store and I couldn't find it. Um, so I walked in the store and I was like, hey, I'm on Jervis right now. So <laughs> where do I need to go? And they literally jumped on me. It's Gervais, it's not Jervis. I mean, hit me with the yeah. drill, sergeant hand, and everything. I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" Or is it Jarvis? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's not that serious."
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steady says steadily says carbine versus carb uh, or wait, see carbine. I didn't even say it right. Uh, carbine, carbine versus carbine. I don't know. Carbine, carbine.
1: But now do you say soda or cola?
0: Uh, I don't ever say cola. Yeah, I say soda. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. I'm- like I said, yeah. it's just one of those things, where you come from in your dialect.
0: Yeah. When, when I came to America, I used to get into uh, uh, trouble all the time with people because I said dollar. And they were like, what are you talking about? What's a dollar? And I was like, it's a dollar. You know, so you got to say dollar. It's a dollar. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, so that's how it goes. You can't win. You can't win. So there you go. Uh, the men and Axis say, we call it pop. So it's not soda, cola. It's pop.
1: Straight up old school. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's just like he's from the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> Len Holt says Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, if I'm gonna drink that, I probably drink a Coke or I drink like right now. Uh, I'm a little low energy, so I've been drinking like a cream soda or something like that. I don't, I try. Right. I try not to get too like get too crazy with uh, the sodas. Yes you know, the sodas, you got to avoid those, but, uh, you know, there you go. So let me see. Someone else says, wheel says it's pop. Mm-hmm. Jackson Ullman says it's Coke. Gorillas and guns says it's soda. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. There's lots of, you know, lots of ways of looking at it. All right. You know what, man, we're, we're, we're at, uh, the nine o'clock hour. We should probably start wrapping it up here. Um, Warsaw Patriot is not on, but shout out to him. If you guys, uh, you can go, he's, he's, I think he was in the chat, well, he went off somewhere to do something, but he was in the chat earlier, if you want to go follow him, he's Warsaw Patriot here on uh, YouTube, if you guys agree with him, disagree or whatever, go check out his channel, you guys have that conversation, I hope you enjoyed that whole thing, you know, Lola says I talk about all of that way too much, so, but anyway, Warsaw Patriot's not here, but thanks to him for coming on, bringing his ideas, being able, you know, coming up here, and, uh, you know, and, and sharing that with us. So, uh, Mike, you know, one more time, pitch to the folks out there what you have going on, how they can get in touch with you, how they can follow you, how they can help you out with your project.
1: All right. So the first project is the raffle. All right. So if you want to purchase a raffle ticket and get the Bushnell for $30 or the Leopold with the Kestrel for $50, you can do so by going to m-wtactical.com. Clicking on the last tab on the website called raffle and then pick your option for the raffle. If you don't want to purchase um, a raffle ticket, but you want to show support to one of the other community projects I'm doing, um, go to right here, what you see right here next to my head, gofundme.com forward slash m w tactical. And that project, we're sponsoring three officers, three deputy sheriffs um, with a year of jiu jitsu training for free, no cost to them or the department. And um, if we get more money after the $10,000 goal, we wanna bring in more um, officers because I actually have nine officers names right here, but I had to pick three, you know? Okay. So okay, if, cool. I, if I get more money, more officers are gonna get the training. And I think it's um, just giving back to the community. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas now you got officers who are gonna be more clear thinking, um, versus is always quick to pull out a rifle or a handgun. And then on top of that, it's just overall, they're in shape, clear thinking, doing their job. So what more can you ask for, you know, by doing something like that? You know, okay. so, but I need everybody's help. So if you will be generous, give two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can spare, go to gofundme.com forward slash m-w tactical or go ahead or go over um, to m-wtactical.com, get a raffle ticket so we can get that hug to KD. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome, very cool. By the way, uh, Big Dick Willie wants to know, how do I say water? I say water, so I don't know what the, some people yeah. might say, uh, if I if I really had my British accent, I would say, water. <laughs> <laughs> can, I have have a glass of, can I have a glass of water? Do you ever have a British accent? Uh, I did. I did a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's where a lot of like all these things that people complain about. (laughs) That's where it's coming from. When I came to America, I had a British accent. And then, you know, I mean, I came here at 11. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I had a British accent, but I kind of grew out of it. So
2: yeah,
0: I can I can jump back into it real quick. So um, all right, so there you go. Listen, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks for everyone for joining us. Congratulations to Michael Bender. Michael Bender, hit me up through HankStrange.tv. Send me an email so we can communicate and we can um, get in touch with uh, with Sam from from Andrew's Custom Leather so you can get your holster. Uh, make sure you guys get on HankStrange.tv and put in your email address. Thanks to the people who sponsor this channel: ATI Outdoors, Big Daddy Guns. Andrew's Custom Leather, of course, and my friends at Safety Harbor Firearms. Thanks to those guys. Of course, we cannot forget about the people on Patreon that help support us, help us keep doing this, help us like pay for the studios, the offices, all the stuff that we're doing here. We appreciate you guys for doing all of that. Uh, shout out to you guys. We'll be back tomorrow.
1: All right. Peace. Peace. We're out of here.